What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. In today's episode, we're going to continue our divisional breakdown series. Uh, during these series, we share our thoughts on fantasy players that we want to own, and then, of course, fantasy players that we want to avoid. And then we also break down our predictions for the division as well. Um, today, we are going to continue that series with the AFC South. I am joined by my partner here, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you today, buddy? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I just, I heard there was a new Bill Burr comedy special, and I was wondering if you have any thoughts. Man, I'll tell you what. For those of you at home who don't understand the reference, um, I am currently the most hated man on the internet, um, all because I gave a bad review to Bill Burr's latest special. Um, you can check out my review at Ready, Steady, Cut. It's one of the most wildest things that I have ever encountered in my long period of time of writing. Um, there's been well over 200 comments on this specific um, article. Um, they've actually gotten to the point where they've had to weed out some of them because they've gotten quite vulgar. And uh, I don't, thank God I've got thick skin and because they've, they've gotten pretty fucking mean too. But uh, we have some guy telling me to kill myself. and Respectfully you know, though. Respectfully kill myself. Um, I guess the respectfully part is the part where it's it's okay. But uh, I've had good fun with it. I appreciate the team at Ready Steady Cut because they've been checking up and making sure that I am not taking any of these comments personally. So, um, which is great. But uh, yeah, I uh, it is what it is. Apparently, one of these guys is a lovely fan of our podcast. Now he listened to the ten minutes of it and then had to turn it off because it was not good at all. So I think we, the episode he listened to though was you and Chris, so I'm still okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you haven't been lumped into me being um, the worst person in the world. Uh, got it. Um, with that being said, we're going to take a look at the AMC South today, and uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with the team that finished off in last place last year, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, like I said, we're going to take a guy, take a look at one guy we're looking to roster on our team, and one guy we're looking to avoid. Um, Fox, I'll let you kick it off. Who are you trying to roster from the Jacksonville Jaguars? 
do I have to roster a Jaguar? I mean, you don't have to. You can just say, no, I don't want any of these guys. Um, I think I'm going to go with Christian Kirk because I've enjoyed the uh, talent in in the past. I don't think he was worth, quite worth the contract um, that he got, but his ADP currently is wide receiver 43. I think he can put up wide receiver three value. Um, I'm. I think you're more, when we get to records, I think you're more bullish on the Jaguars uh, than I am. But, um, you know, it, Christian Kirk, the one that I'm probably um, avoiding for the time being is Travis Etienne um, because his his ADP keeps keeps climbing. The expectations are really high. I also don't understand the ADP for James Robinson, who uh, is, if we're being honest, likely not to be available to play until November. I don't know what their running game is going to be. I don't think running game was a great feature of Doug Peterson's offense before. Um, so to say I'm skeptical would be fair. Yeah, my guy that I'm looking to possibly roster is Trevor Lawrence. I like I like the bounce back year. I think he's a fringe quarterback one. Um, he's the guy that I'm kind of planting my flag on. Also just planting my flag on because I want to see him succeed. I think that Peterson is good for him. I think he's good for Peterson's offense. I like him a little bit more than most. I like Peterson the signing. I did. I liked it a lot. I know it's somewhat questionable. And and I, I don't hate the Kirk signing. He got way too much money. But in order for people to say, hey, come play in Jacksonville, um, we need do you need to overpay, especially how much of a dumpster fire the team was last year with uh, the Urban Meyer situation and how that all played out. So it's not been a good look for the Jaguars. Um, ETN's my same avoid. I, I, I am the same way. Too many questions for me. I think that he fits perfectly in Peterson's uh, system as well. Um, it doesn't um, exactly accentuate the running back position as handing it off, but I do think that um, there's we're going to see ETN all over the field, I believe. I believe we'll see him come out the backfield a lot, which will be pivotal for his fantasy uh, relevance. I just don't know if that's going to be week to week and where we're having to draft him right now. It blows my mind when I was looking at his ADP. So um, moving on to the Houston Texans. Um, for me, the guy that I'm looking at the roster, I, I'm, I'm looking at taking Damian Pierce. I, I like the, I like the talent. I like what they're going to do with him. When I, the last time I checked this, he's the 45th running back being taken off the board, which I mean, I understand they have, what, Rex Burkhead? You know what I mean? I think we're looking at a team that's trying to figure out who on their roster is good. You know what I mean? They have a lot of, of, of capital over the next couple of years, thanks to the Cleveland football Browns up there. Um, I, I I think that once you have a team that is is – I think they know what they want to do, right? They're trying to rebuild this team, and you're trying to put the pieces together – of of 2023 2024 i think this team is trying to move um toward because if you look at the other teams in division when you look at the titans looks like the titans are on that down spurt of of that run um i think you're looking at the colts team who's grasping at straws trying to make a a a final run and i'm sure those teams could retool over the next couple years and, and do their own thing but if you're looking at a texans team they have a chance to capitalize on this division not this year but I think next year and the year after that, especially if they're drafting at the top of their division. So obviously you're also talking about having to draft right and stuff like that. I'm just talking about what on paper they have the potential of doing in the future. But I like Pierce. I think that he is is somebody that I'm looking to snag up where he's being taken off the board because I think you're talking about a guy. He might not produce the first five, six weeks of the season, 
Um, he might not be that guy weekly, but I think there's a chance to be the starting running back uh, midseason or further. As far as uh, avoid, I don't know, everybody else on this team. I, I really just – I don't want no part of Mills. I don't think there's any receiver that really piques my interest. I like uh, Cooks. I think Cooks is phenomenal. Um, it's not that I'm not going to draft Cooks. I will probably draft him if I get the good value on him. Um, but other than that, I I don't know. I mean, there's no – I don't really care for anybody else on this roster other than Pierce, I don't think. So where are you at, uh, Fox, on these guys? So I actually think the the Texans have kind of a fun and frisky um, couple of offensive pieces, especially at the ADP. You mentioned Brandon Cooks. He's currently going as wide receiver 25. I think he easily finishes as a wide receiver too. We've seen him do it every year, including last year when they – they were rotating kind of a weird platter of quarterbacks. I actually kind of like Davis Mills. He's going as QB 30. He's going behind Deshaun Watson, who we don't even know if he's going to play. He's going behind Zach Wilson, who I think there are much more. Wilson did not have the rookie year that Davis Mills had with less to work with. Um, He's going behind Marcus Mariota, which, you know, Mariota could be good. They could also decide that they want to get a look uh, at people behind him. He's going behind Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's not even a lock to be the Carolina starter now. People are talking about how Sam Darnold has the edge. And even if Mayfield plays, I think he's, he's you know, fringe low-end QB2. Davis Mills has some, some decent upside, look decent. I know the coaching situation is scary. I'm probably avoiding all the running backs. Um, I don't disagree with you. Damon Pierce going RB 49. That's not bad value. Rex Burkhead, who had a sneaky, fantastic season, is going as RB 85. If you're looking for somebody to scoop up and put at the end of your roster that you can rotate in, that's fine. I just don't I don't have any sense of what they're they're trying to do. And what really has scared me in dynasty rookie drafts is Damon Pierce's ADP and rookie drafts has really risen up. I've seen him go in the tail end of the first round now a few times. I'm worried that he ends up being this year's Michael Carter in that we get kind of excited. He has a decent rookie year. And then all of a sudden the Texans realize that they are ready to compete and they go get some other kind of back. Yeah. I definitely think that, you know, he's, he's a guy that yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? That Michael Carter effect is going to, is going to burn a hole in my life for the rest of my life. Um, you know, what I, I mean? still just, like Michael Carter. Now I'm just hoping Carter gets traded somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Trade Michael Carter to Houston. You, I don't know. Um, yeah. So uh, moving on to the team that finished second place last year, um, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I, I look at, so this is crazy. I like this football team Hmm. top to bottom. I just don't, I mean, obviously Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, right. You know what I mean? You, you know what you're getting from Jonathan Taylor, but outside of Jonathan Taylor, I really don't know what to do with this team. Okay. I don't have anybody that I'm really willing to roster. I didn't want to say Jonathan Taylor because I feel like that's a cop out. Hmm. Uh, I would probably take him one overall. You know what I mean? I just probably would, but the guy that I'm avoiding is Michael Pittman. And I say this weirdly enough because I like Michael Pittman. <laughs> I just don't know if I like him fantasy-wise. You're talking about a guy that's being one of the top 15 receivers taken off the board. Um, he's being taken ahead of guys like McLaren, Sutton, Mike Williams. I like all three of those guys better than Michael Pittman. Um I don't think that he can return the uh, wide receiver one to, 
you know, to your scenario and to your team. So because of that, he's easily on my avoid. But as far as anybody that I want to own this roster on this team, I don't, I don't really see anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't, I love this team to win the division. I just don't love this team outside of Jonathan Taylor for fantasy aspects. Maybe Matt Ryan has a good year. I don't, I don't, he was sneaky good last year, but I, I mean, even sneaky good, quote unquote, you know, I meant football wise. I didn't realize the Falcons won seven games until I was doing a podcast earlier and realized they won seven games. So I, I didn't know that. So um, this team's good top to bottom, I but I don't really care for them. Fantasy with, with Matt Ryan, the Falcons weren't good at tanking. That's why they got Marcus Mariota. Um, I, I guess we're going to go point counterpoint because Matt Ryan has traditionally produced a wide receiver one his entire career. And that's Michael Pittman. He's going as wide receiver 15. I have him inside my top 10 for for redraft rankings. I'm all in. He's the one that I'm looking for. And the ones that I don't want to roster is any other piece of the receiving game. Somebody's going to hit, you know, could it be fourth year Paris Campbell finally puts in the Terminator knees and is able to make it on the field? It could. Alec Pierce, I didn't hate the draft pick. I think that's that's cool. You're never going to sell me on Mo Alley Cox. Stop trying. You can keep Mo Alley Cox to yourself. Um, I'm sure he's a lovely man. I, I'm not buying that, that train anymore. Somebody else in the passing game is going to do well. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Matt Ryan. I like them all at their ADP. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's ADP is RB1. It's hard to like that, but I mean, that's fair. Matt Ryan's like in the the low teens, early twenties in the ADP. That's fine. I think he'd be a solid QB too. I right. like. Yeah, he's, like, he's fine. Any, yeah, he's, anything he's... else? It's like that's a holy mystery. And some point in the middle of the season, I hope one of those guys is available to pick up on waivers. I'm waiting for the Zach Pascal went to the Eagles, so he can haunt them. But somebody is going to fill that Zach Pascal. We didn't have him on our radar. And now they catch a million. I don't hate Hines either, by the way. I don't hate Hines. No, as, he's going as, as RB46. I think yeah. he could easily be in the RB3, low end RB2 range. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that they might use him as a pass catcher a little bit. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
or it'd be nice to see them kind of flex them out. But, you know, I don't know. You're right. I don't care. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, Matt Ryan, tell I me mean, Mo I... Alley Cox is going to be top 12 tight end. Get the F out. <laughs> uh, moving on to the best team in the AFC from last year. Um, and that really did that hurt hard. your soul. That hurt them. I really did. I don't even know why I said it that way. I want to go kill myself. Um, we're going to talk about the Tennessee You'd make Titans. at least one Bill Burr fan happy. Exactly. Probably. Probably a couple of them. I don't know. <laughs> um, for me, um, this team, God, this team's a dumpster fire. I, actually, I disagree. I think that there's a couple pieces on this team that I might like, fantasy football-wise. Um, Austin Hooper's a guy that I considered putting on this list just because I feel like his ADP is kind of weird. And then also because I think that this team yearns for a tight end. Um, they they run better with a good tight end on the football field. Um, my guy is Robert Woods. Um, he's the 39th overall receiver, I think, right now, coming off the board, according to Fantasy Pros. 38. 38, 39, yeah. So uh, they're they're back to back. He's 38. Trey Long's. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, that was so weird to me. Because no one that. knows what the Tennessee yeah. passing if they're going to have if, a passing if, game. If it comes down to it, though, I think Robert Woods is a security blanket. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's going to be the new AJ Brown. He's just going to be. I think Burks is going to take a minute to kind of get started. I like Woods in this offense. I think that it, there's an easy top 25 season in Robert Woods. You know what I mean? I, I don't care what that looks like. Somebody's not to catch the ball on this team, and I think it's going to be the veteran, and I think it's going to be Woods. Um, the only thing that might hinder Woods just a little bit for me is if they sign Cole Beasley. I still think that he's lingering around, and he might be a guy that the Titans might sign some point in in August, um, which I think could take away from Woods for me. Um, it's just a team that has been linked to him for quite a while now, and it wouldn't shock me one bit. If they try to bring the veteran approach in here, I don't know what the Titans are also trying to do with this team, because if you look at the way they're constructing the roster, they're obviously building for the future, but at the same time, trying to contend. I just don't think I also feel like um, their general manager also realized that their window was last year and it kind of shut right in their face a little bit sooner than they kind of expected um they really screwed the pooch last year um as long as and as far as avoiding is going uh i'm avoiding derrick henry he's being taken as one of the top five six running backs off the board um number three three. oh god and that's even worse like i'm sorry look he can come out here and and have the ap style bounce back year of an injury that offensive line is full of question marks um Taylor Juan sucks. Taylor Lewan sucks. I hope he hears this. Maybe he'll put me on his podcast sometime, but I think Taylor Lewan sucks and he's only getting worse as he, and it's just, it's not just his fault though. As you get older and that position, wear and tear on your body is harder at the offensive line position because it's one of the positions when you're out on the offense, you're playing every single play. You know what I mean? You're blocking everything. You've got 300 pound men coming at you every single play. So you can't fault that, but uh, the offensive line is an entire question mark. And because of that, Henry coming back from the injury, I'm just, and I think that if they're in the race, in the playoff race, I think they try to conserve him a little bit more. They try to use him a little bit less than they did because I personally believe the Tennessee Titans are at fault for Henry's injury. I think the way they utilize him is ridiculous. He, you, you, he's your best player. And, and I heard somebody say this, if your best player, and this goes to the testament to why I don't think this team's going to be that good this year. If your best player is a running back 
odds on you're not going to go very far in the playoffs. And that's just a fact. And I like Henry. I think Henry is a, is, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? But maybe the wheels are finally falling off. Maybe they're not. I, I still think there's a 13, 1400 yard season for Henry. It's a, it's a possibility. It's there. You know what I mean? I just think it's going to be the hardest 13, 1400 yards he's ever carried in his life. And I want no part of that AP. It's, it's disgusting. I don't want any part of him. And I don't know. I hate all running backs going into the season other than like Jonathan Taylor. So especially in that top inch line, you know what I mean? So you mentioned, uh, you know, what is the Titans offensive philosophy? And it reminds me of a moment in the seminal classic Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, from 1995, where Bruce Willis looks to Samuel L. Jackson and says, I know what I'm doing. And Samuel L. Jackson responds, not even God knows what you're doing. I have felt that way the last two years with the Titans front office. Last year, it seemed like they were legitimately willing to roll into the season with one receiver in A.J. Brown and one wish dream in Josh Reynolds until they signed Julio Jones, who turned out to be a bigger wish dream than Josh Reynolds. This season, they decided to flush all three of those guys out of their system, and they went and got a new wish dream in Robert Woods. They drafted Traylon Burks. I liked Burks' talent coming out. I don't know if he's going into a great situation. I know Ryan Tannehill was QB 12 last year. He's going as QB 23 this year. There is a really bad energy. I'm be honest. There's a good part of me that thinks Davis Mills would be a better bet than Ryan Tannehill. I think there's a decent chance this team sputters in the middle and they throw out Malik Willis to see what they've got because it seems like Tannehill's kind of at odds with his team. He's been kind of bitchy this offseason, which I, I get you don't you don't like being questioned or whatever. I'm with you. Derrick Henry is an avoid for me. Uh, RB3 feels too rich when he came back from injury last year i don't know if if it was signs showing signs of decline you know or trying to work into shape but he did not look like the same derrick henry that's a big part of the reason they sputtered in the playoffs the one that i'm taking i'm i am kind of in on austin hooper we've seen him be a decent tight end before we've seen that tennessee system really thrive when they have a decent pass catching tight end he's going as tight end 27 i think he can easily finish as a as a mid-range tight end too uh and i think even if they switch over to a rookie tight end is a rookie's best friend you know Traylon burks is probably going to take a little while to come up on um Cole Beasley might hurt both those, but for now, I liked that Austin Hooper signing. I thought that was a recognition by the Titans that they were a little cavalier and letting Johnny Smith go and just assuming they were going to be fine because they weren't fine last year. Yeah, not at all. Uh, transitioning into our predictions for the division, um, I have it shaking up as follows. Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans. I got the Colts 10 and 7, Titans 8 and 9. I've got the Jaguars 6 and 11, and the Texans 5 and 12. I'm not very confident in uh, this division being good at all, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, yeah. So, how do you have it shaken up, Farks? Yep. So, uh, pretty similar. I also have the Colts winning. They're over under is 10. I have them going 11 and 6, slightly over. Tennessee Titans, they're over under is 9. I have them at 8 and 9. Um, same as you. I think 
this is going to be a year where we start to see the wheels kind of fall off. I think you are right that they were looking toward the future. That's why they traded AJ Brown, went for Traylon Burks and got a Malik Willis. I think they're preparing to do something different. I actually like the Texans more than you. Their over under is four and a half. It's pretty good. I went slight over and gave them five and 12. I'm out on the Jaguars. I'm out on Doug Peterson. I'm out on the energy of that franchise. I'm out on everything. They're over under six and a half. You couldn't get me to bet the over if you told me you were going to murder my family. Uh, I think they finished three and 14. I am not betting the over and under on any of these teams because I think that it, yeah, they, they are all, all on a position of rough edge around the edge there um also so with that being said i have hang on one second i got some stuff here where is it at where is it at coming out this week is hang on we've got nope. the gray man dropping on netflix. netflix um i'm watching that uh well actually i've already have watched this by the time it came out i'll let you you know what i'm gonna predict that the gray man is um, a big raw rob steaming pile of trash that I'll probably like because you know I like trash. Um, nope, I am seeing. I'm predicting on... two stars from you. Nope, I am predicting three and a half stars for nope. I think that I will like it, but I won't love it. Um, I think I like lo- us. I, I love the mystery out. of the first trailers for nope, but now that we know it's about aliens, I'm a little less pumped. Yeah, I don't love alien stuff, but I'm excited for nope because I think Jordan Peele is one of the most innovative filmmakers of our it's time. It's all about right now. Daniel Kaluuya. And Daniel Kaluuya is an incredible actor. So, and also in the trailer, if you watch the orange hoodie that he's wearing, it's a Scorpion King hoodie, and I want it. Um, I know that's random, but I just want that hoodie and I want it now. Um, so if you could please re-release that, that would be great. Um, Rap Shit starts on HBO Max and <clears throat> the Billy Porter debut at the Behind the Director's Chair, Anything Possible is dropping on Prime Video. Um, yeah, so that's definitely some interesting choices coming out. Um, Fox so you and I have now both seen... Don't yes. make me go. And I remember you said uh, last week when I hadn't seen it that I can't remember how you described the ending, but I will be honest. I sort of saw it coming halfway through, not the exact way, but I had a feeling that this was uh, going for pure emotional manipulation. And you know what? Sometimes that works. I liked it slightly more than you. I gave it three and a half. What did I give it? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly more. I didn't. We were. We weren't at odds. So I also think it's. I liked John Cho, and it definitely was going for emotional manipulation. But yeah, I didn't hate it. I thought it was good. Sometimes I, when you've worked a million days in a row, you wake up at five thirty in the morning and you need a good cry. Let's see here. What else have I watched recently? I watched the day the music died. It's the the story of Don McLean's American Pie. My review will already have dropped on this. I think that it sucked. Um, <laughs> so the music long dead for you. Yeah, it died. The Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons documentary that's on Hulu is kind of fascinating. Um, I kind of like that. If you're looking for a great documentary to watch, um, the only um, it's it's a very inspirational story about um, Brianna Scurry. Um, mm-hmm. It's on Paramount Plus. I really enjoyed that, honestly. Did you finish Miss Marvel? Uh, I have not, no. I finished it. I really enjoyed the last couple chapters. I know it, it was mixed, but I'm looking forward to seeing more. 
Um, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I yeah yeah I uh, I haven't watched. I've actually only watched the first three episodes of it. I haven't had a chance to catch up. I've been watching some other stuff. Um, yeah. Um, well, I was going to talk about one show, but I think I can't talk about that until next week's show. So we'll I'll wait to hold off on that. With that being said, um, I think that's it for the show this week. Um, yeah, that was a great show. I really am intrigued by the AFC South and how bad it is. Um, yeah. The AFC is great, except for one place. Yeah, there's, yeah. And I think next week we'll be talking about the NFC South, which I don't think is all that great either. So, um, one team is. Yeah, well, exactly. One team is good, the rest of them suck. But yeah, um, the Falcons. It's all about the Falcons. It's all about the Falcons. Well, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We appreciate the support of the show. We're inching closer and closer to the NFL season, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.